Salutations to all the nations. Welcome to the DD Figure Show, hosted by the prettiest podcaster of all time. I know some people think that's debatable. To me, it's not a debate. But today, we're going to be talking about a very special topic. And a lot of you guys don't agree with it. Some of you guys will agree with it. But we're going to state the facts and state our cases of what we've seen. It's about sports conspiracy. So that's the main topic of today. And yo, I have a special guest. I've been trying to get my bro on. It's just that everybody's working hard. He's doing his thing. He's going to plug himself later on throughout the show. But yo, trust me, this one's going to be a banger for you guys. You guys are going to enjoy this episode, all right? So what you want to do is subscribe to this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, as well on Spotify. Pretty much on 10 platforms now, so you can find me there. If you have any questions or inquiries, make sure, make sure, okay, that you DM me at Didi Fuego on Instagram. Hit me up there. And if you're wondering what Fuego means and you're a new listener, first of all, thank you for stopping by. Secondly, it just means fire in Spanish. That's it. Fire in Spanish. That's all it is. It's not anything fancy. So before we get into the main episode, I'm just going to let my boy introduce himself. And here we go. My hey, boy what's going on, guys? It's Shane. Um, yeah, we've been trying to get this going for a while now. <laughs> like he said, it's just been work, school. Exactly. Yeah, but we knew this was going to happen eventually, and I'm sure it's going to happen in the future too. So, guys, pay out, pay attention yep. because we're for sure going to cover more topics like this because we talk about stuff like this all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys just don't hear about it. <laughs> but today, you guys are going to hear the inside thoughts of what we have to say about. Uh, conspiracy theories in sports exactly so that's the main topic of today as well as we have the word of the day and being that it is october 12 2018 my boy shane is gonna do the word of the day here we go all right guys so the word of the day is emblazon and it means to celebrate or exalt so add that to your mental lexicon into your daily conversations i don't know if i'm gonna use it that much to be honest. I don't, I don't even know if you could use that in 2018. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, man. Times has changed. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. We will be right back. Hey, I forgot to mention this in the intro. Just make sure you guys make a review, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music. Anchor, it doesn't matter which platform you use to listen, just make sure you leave a good review. Spotify too. Spotify has it as well. So make sure you leave a good review for me, please. And thank you kindly. Alright, take care. Enjoy the show. Guys, 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 we are definitely in the house once again. Before we get into the topic at hand, my boy's gonna show you what he's up to. So, like Shane, what have you been up to, my G? So, what's going on, guys? Um, you guys know, most of you may know if you know who I am. I am going to school for broadcasting television. Um, and I want to plug my social media. So go ahead, give a follow to Shane H52. That's S-H-A-N-E, lowercase H52. 
you can follow me there. Uh, low key though, my Instagram's been pretty, pretty dry lately, <laughs> but I'm gonna start getting that back up. Don't worry, so you guys are gonna see plenty of stuff, and I'm also gonna be promoting my boy. You know, exactly. show. But what about the photography page? Are you showing that? Um, yeah, we're gonna actually revamp it, so okay. we're gonna be doing more than just cars. Um, for those of you who don't know, I used to have a photography page based off of car pictures. Um, me and my boy Naveed, we're gonna be opening it back up once again, but we're gonna be including more things. Uh, such as like clothes modeling and uh, all types of stuff, whether it just be nice pictures of landscapes and all that kind of cool stuff too. So pay close attention because you guys will be getting that new Instagram very soon. Trust, man. Follow and support my friends, okay, guys? We're trying to work together. It's better that we work together than just try to... That's the one thing. I was talking to this girl the other day at Chapters, and she was saying like, yo, I'm an artist and I'm trying to create certain things and... I feel like in Toronto, we don't support each other as we should support each other. You get what I'm saying? No, for sure. Because I think I think what it is, especially in the Toronto climate, there's so many people trying to grind to get their own. Yeah. That like uh, supporting people kind of gets passed up. Yeah. But it's it's been getting better. It's been getting better over the past few years. But for sure, this is something that, uh, that we want to keep up, you know, because mm-hmm. like we were just talking about this, about how. We talk about stuff like this all the time yeah. and all the guys get together, you know, have a talk, whatever it may be, but we never record it. Exactly. For some reason, we never record it. And I don't know why, but we're definitely going to start doing that because we have plenty to say and I'm sure you guys definitely yeah. want to hear. So. Definitely want to hear it. Trust me. We're going to get the homies on the show. Hopefully their schedules work out. You already know what it is. Our group, our faction, we got Mali and we got the boy Josh. You, They support the show and you guys know that they're going to be on the show. So now we're talking about sports conspiracy. Let's now I'm going to ask my friend, other friend here. She's not really my friend. I'm just joking. Google, <laughs> okay, says she's going to give us the definition of conspiracy. So, hey, Google, what does it mean for a conspiracy or what does conspiracy mean? Here's the definition of conspiracy. A secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. So that's your definition. Now we're gonna start off with a team that anybody <laughs> in the who watches sports. Period. Yeah, I don't even think it has to be football. It's yeah. just we don't. There's two teams that people just don't like if you're a sports fan, unless if you're a supporter of those teams, the Patriots and the Warriors. Okay, that's fact. In recent years, that's fact. so Shane's gonna talk about the Patriots and why. There's a conspiracy behind them in the league. All right. So everybody knows this is probably the biggest conspiracy theory out there for the past few years Mm -hmm. in this sport, maybe in all sports. It's the unlawful deflate games. Yeah, oh my gosh. And everybody knows, who knows me and who knows (laughs) Darius, I hate Tom Brady. I really, I don't like Tom Brady at all. Um, I'm sure he's a great guy. I love him as a human being. Off field. Off field. All love. But as a player, I don't like him at all. <laughs> and it bothers me even more because I know he's probably one of the greatest all time, but yeah. still don't like it. Even yeah. even so much so that we created a fantasy football league. Yeah. And the password to the fantasy football league was <laughs> I hate Tom's. <laughs> you know, we definitely have some beef going on there. Um, but what was said with the deflate gate is that apparently uh, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots had uh, the people who would handle the balls for the NFL games to deflate those balls. And for those of you who don't know in football, especially if you're a quarterback, that's a huge advantage because it allows you to grip the ball like way better, Mm -hmm. especially in cold weather. Yeah. Right. Because when you get into 
you know, months like now. So like October and it starts to get cold, your fingers are out. Yeah. Um, if the ball is softer, number one, it helps the receiver catch it better. Number two, it does help the quarterback throw the ball better too. So um, we got video, we got proof, obviously, that Tom Brady did end up doing some of these things. Um, there were text messages sent back and forth, yeah. whatever it may be. And the NFL did hand out a hefty fine of a million dollars to the Patriots. As and if that's going really to really do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Robert Kraft. Yeah, Robert Kraft. Dang. <laughs> Robert has Kraft money. has money for sure. They, um, millions like a hundred for us, bro. Like a hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like a hundred. Is like okay. Like, that's it's a slap on the wrist. It's <laughs> exactly, that's wrist. exactly it. And then they suspended Tom Brady. How many games? I don't even know. I think it was four weeks or something like that. Four weeks or something like that at the beginning of the season. Which doesn't matter. Which literally doesn't matter because the Patriots <laughs> still went to the playoffs. So And did they win that year? They, I think they lost that year. No, no, no. no they, they did. Won. They did win. They did win. It was against? It, it was, was against uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. And Atlanta lost that huge lead. 28 to 4 Jeez. or 28 to 3. That's brutal. That's brutal. See, like that to me. Yeah. Like... That that's a whole conspiracy where somebody literally cheated, yeah, came back and still so won. still won the the biggest thing which you want to win in the league. I don't know, and to it's say and to say that I don't like Robert Kraft doesn't have a relationship with Roger Goodell. Yeah. Like he has to, bro. he has to. Most of them do. Yeah, I think so. A good amount of them do. I think a good they're, amount. They're, gonna, they're paying his salary, and, and let's be real. As much as I don't like Tom Brady, he's sort of the face of the NFL, yeah. I guess you could say. It's changing now. It's changing a little bit now. I don't really know. Who do you think is going to be the face after like, Tom retired? You want my honest answer? Do you want like a quarterback answer? Do you want just like an overall NFL answer? Overall. Actually, just give us both. They're, I think for a while they were trying to swing Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that. They definitely were. Because they wanted to do it with Jameis Winston, too, when Jameis Winston came in. That didn't it's because these guys goof up too much. That's yeah. probably why. So my honest opinion of the next few years, I think who we're going to see on a huge rise is most likely Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I think they're really trying to get a, get they're a gonna, big one with Patrick Because he's already on primetime in his second year. Yeah. So, like, Sunday night he's facing Thomas. And it helps <laughs> him because he's on Kansas City, which the team's no slouch. Exactly. So he, he could be a face. I thought it was going to be Cam, but then he had some comments. Cam had the comments with uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, and then he had the – Issue last year with the girl making fun of her. Oh yeah, she didn't know about Cam, you're still our boys. Just some people don't some like people, your, yeah, opinion. <laughs> your, don't like your opinion. opinion, and that's that'll happen. Yeah, that's life. That's, that's fine. Life. But that's just rough because he was. He was. He was on the rise. Too. He was on the rise. He's and definitely on the it's rise. It's a big deal because he's a black quarterback, which you don't really, which see, you don't too really see too much. Too much and it's yeah. kind of like we know Michael Vick was probably one of the first prominent, yeah, yeah, prominent yeah, black yeah, quarterbacks to change the game. And I think Cam Newton was on that direction too. Yeah. But I think maybe do you think him losing like during oh. a season is attributed to like his fall in terms of like how people perceive him? Yeah, I think it's because people don't like him because he they think he's conceded, which is a double standard because Tom does this. Yeah, same Tom exact, does the exact same thing. He's even worse if you really look at him on the sideline. I feel like Tom might be the proudest person in the NFL. He probably is, and he like like just on field basis. Like just he, on a field. We're basis, talking about yeah. field. We're not talking yeah. about off field. Just like. so you guys know, it's nothing personal. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know Thomas, man. We don't know Tom. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, it's just that 
for me, I think Cam, after you lost the Super Bowl that year, which is what, one of the reasons why we thought it was rigged, and we'll explain that later on in the show, is just that when he lost, it's kind of like, oh, man, you feel bad for him because he, he almost went perfect that year. I think he did almost 15 go perfect. 15-1. and 15-1, lost one game. That's crazy. You lost one game. That. I don't even know. Didn't it? I don't even think they lost to the Patriots. I think they beat the Patriots. They beat that the year. Patriots. They did beat the Patriots that they year. Lost at the they end lost. They won. They lost to the Falcons. They lost to the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was it. So to me, it's like Cam is is that guy. He still he is, is that guy in a sense because he still has all of his sponsorship and people still hold him. Like right, yeah. Like so, his core fans still. Yeah, exactly. It's just that some comments that he makes, some things that he says, and people might not agree with it and hold him against it. So that's my reasoning about camp and also it's like you have to think of it like this too so you have tom brady who i think the nfl wants to make the face of the nfl or has tried to for many many years many times he messes up yeah yeah and then they go little slap on the wrist little fine suspended for four games he still comes back wins the super bowl yeah and then they're just trying to push him again they're just like a sleight of hand gaslighting type exactly did he really did he really cheat Like the no tuck rule. That's when we were kids. We weren't even watching it that much. Yeah, we were yeah. more basketball kids at the time. But they had that. They had the spy gate as well. Yeah, they had the spy gate too. Like, there's so many things. That's why we have a conspiracy theory on football and it's sports in terms. And then that's the thing too. Uh, even for conspiracy theories and, and just football alone, I definitely think the NFL is like somewhat rigged. Yeah. Like it has to be. It has to be slightly. It has to be. Because I mean at the end of the day it's a business, right? That's what I'm saying. It's business. It's kinda like I'm not gonna compare it to WWE fake thing. Yeah, exactly. It's not that far, but we think it's slighted against it's slighted against. It has to be. There's no question. to me is no question. To Shane is no question because we've been saying this since high school. Like it seems rigged because people are watching. And when people are watching, do you want to see a certain thing? So whatever you put out there, that's what people are generates views, right? Yeah, generates views, and like we both know because we both played football. Exactly. Some of these games that are super close, that's re- that's reality. Like yeah. that happens. Yeah, happens. like that does happen. I've been in plenty of games where it's either gone to overtime or you, your team got snaked. Though. Yeah, yeah. I, I if you guys didn't know, Shane went to Pickering High. I went to Ajax High, and like the refs, because I have a couple of friends out there. Uh, Pickering as well, and they said I didn't believe them when they said it because y'all, y'all, y'all just like wilding out. But when I was actually playing the game or like watching some of his tapes and stuff like that, I'm like, yo, they actually don't like Pickering High. I know they don't, and we we've always known that. Yeah, I mean, we've always known that. I specifically remember in a semifinal game against Paul yeah. Dwyer. Yeah, um, I think there was like we were down by like we were down by one touchdown, so we had an opportunity, mm-hmm. and they were on like third and like thirteen. So we got them for a loss, and they were like third and thirteen. And if they got another touchdown, basically that would put the game over the top. They'd win. Yeah. Right. One of the guys um, in a scrum basically <laughs> pulled my mouth guard off of my helmet and put it inside his shoulder pad so that they could run the ball the next play and get a first down. And then at the end of the game, when we're shaking hands, he comes up, pulls his pulls my mouth guard out of his shoulder pads, and goes, "Oh, sorry, my coach told me to." Take this off so we can run up the middle. You know, because you for those who don't understand football, you have to have a mouth guardian to play. So if they see that you don't have a mouth guardian, they'll pull you off the field. Yeah, and sit you out for three plays. Exactly. 
And then look at that conspiracy theories in, in, in the regular <laughs> high school football. In like Canada, Canada, bro. <laughs> we're not talking about this state. Like, say, for example, we went to, we were living in Texas or something like that. Texas, football in Texas is huge. We already know It's that. huge. Because you went to Ohio. I went to Ohio yeah. and it was like the entire city shut down. You like the it. entire city shut down. Um, every single person was at the game. Like all the stores were closed. It was exactly how you think it would be. Yeah, like if you've ever watched like Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights, Lights yeah. or like any type of like high school football on TV, it was like a TV show. Yeah. It's exactly how you think it would be. Trust. The only 100%. time, yeah, the only time I would say we had a big game was when we voted like Oshawa Civic Center. Yeah, Oshawa Civic. So yeah, that was that was see that was another close game. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. You guys like, played right after us. We played right after. So Darius was on the field before me. They played. Uh, did you guys win? Yeah, you guys won. Look at that. Slap of these guys. Yeah, they won. And then we came on and we were down the same thing. We were down yeah. by like four points or six points. And we were at like the five yard line or yeah. something. And then uh, our quarterback threw the wall and then our guy caught the ball, landed. Uh, but because they said he didn't have possession, we didn't get the touchdown and we lost the game. That's how we lost. So conspiracies even in high school. Even in high school Canadian football. And and the thing is, like, people see it all the time in like NFL games where these games are like super, super close and they look dramatic. Yeah. For the most part, that's real. Like I fully yeah, believe that. That's like, I absolutely do. Because teams can be so evenly matched that just that's just how it turns out, right? Like, cause you guys know this. I've already said it on air. Shane hasn't said it on air though. But he's a Packers fan. And I'm a Cowboys fan. So we have an outstanding riff of what happened with the Des Bryant catch. We definitely do. <laughs> yeah. We definitely do. So, like, at that time, I think we were our teams were both evenly matched. But I, I would say fairly evenly matched. It's for just sure. like that was Dak Prescott's good year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good year. That was Cowboys best. haven't been Cowboys there. haven't been that even, good the, even the even the Packers haven't been that good lately at all. I don't. I can't blame Aaron Rodgers though. Nah, he's the truth. Putting up bro. career numbers. He's the truth. I think he's the best in the league right now. I do think so. He's a, and every he's playing injured every week too. This <laughs> is even worse. He has guts, man. Like he he's probably guts. one of the toughest quarterbacks too. He is. Has to be. Yeah. So we were talking about um our conspiracies one time. I think it was because you and Mali and my brother were all at the crib and we we're watching. Super Bowl 50 with Cam uh, yes. and Peyton. Yeah, Cam and Peyton. This Peyton. is what sparked it even more because yeah. we had speculations, but we, we weren't sure. We weren't going to say Yeah, we weren't sure. We it wasn't sure. concrete. So we just were there. And then I was like, bro, why is Cam not getting anything done? Like, he's yeah, for, like for the entire season, he was playing so well. And then they get to the Super <clears> Bowl and just all of a sudden Cam can't play. He like, can't. He's strapped up on. Because of, uh, what's his name, their defense with Vaughn and... Uh, yeah, Vaughn Miller. And DeMarcus. And DeMarcus. And Akeem Talib was in that game, too. Yeah, he was. He was on the was in that I game, I know, too. they had uh, Harris as well. Charlie, yeah. Charlie Harris, I think? Uh, I Calvin name. Harris, Jr. Cal- yeah, Something Calvin like Harris, I don't, I don't know, but his last name is Harris. Yeah. And that game, like, literally, it hurt my heart. But, yeah. like, at the same time, I was happy because I'm a Peyton fan, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, like, we'll good for Peyton. Went bad for Cap. Bad for Ken. Who won play? Who won MVP that game? This is my problem with the NFL, bro. It was wasn't Peyton. It was Cam. It was Cam. Okay, this is what I have to say. Every if you notice, and from the last couple years, when the team that's going into the Super Bowl, whether it be on the NFC or the AFC, 
Whoever quarterback wins the MVP loses at the Super Bowl. Yeah. You notice that. Yeah, yeah. Because, look, Tom Brady won last year. Yeah. Lost, lost, the Super lost Bowl. in the Super Bowl. Matt yeah. Ryan won last year. Lost at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's his name? Cam won the last year. And then lost to Peyton. Yeah. Peyton lost. He got slapped up by the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. He got slapped. So, I'm like, yo, what is really going on? Yeah, I, I see that. I see that. Because even sure. Adrian, like, one of our OGs, he came to the house. He's like, yo, didn't this guy just win the MVP? Why is he playing so trash? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like it didn't make sense to it me. Didn't make it honestly sense. didn't make sense to me. And Peyton, here's the thing. Peyton wasn't even having that good of a game. No. Peyton was, like, mediocre at best in that exactly. game. Exactly. Like, he was okay. No. Nah, it's just their defense. Like normal Peyton Manning. It's just their defense, yeah. And the thing that was cracked me up is, like, when we were watching and then they had the commercial right after. He's like, Peyton's like, well, I only have um, two for two. I won one, two years. I lost two years. What, what I'm going to do after this game, I'm just going to drink a glass of Budweiser. As soon as he said that, it cuts to yeah, a Budweiser It cuts commercial. to a Budweiser commercial. <laughs> I looked at Shane. I'm like, yo. yo. <laughs> we actually looked at each other. We were like, what is going on right now? Like, did you guys just see that? Like, did this guy just plug Budweiser? And yeah. the Budweiser commercial came on after? Yes. So, like, what? you're trying to t- – like, that's definitely scripted. That's like, that scripted. had to have been scripted. That had to be scripted. Because everybody knew that he was going to retire after the game. Exactly, yeah. So, it's kind of like his going away. Like, oh, after I'm done with football <laughs> – I'm gonna get with Budweiser. Like. <laughs> yeah, and Papa John's too. Yeah, right? and Papa John's uh, too. Was it nationwide? She's in nationwide. Nationwide as well. Nationwide it's is on your side. side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, trust. Like, it was just funny to see that because, like, as soon as he said that, she's like, "Yo, I'm gone." So. Yeah, I was like, "I'm out of here." Because, <laughs> yeah, like, this there's no way this isn't like scripted and or rigged. Like, something has to be up. That did though. I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, hey, Budweiser. We know that NFL is affiliated with them. Yeah, we know. As that. soon as he says, "I'm gonna go have a glass of Budweiser," as soon as I go home, cut the Budweiser. Cut the Budweiser commercial. Like somebody was prepped and ready for it to happen. Trust me. And oh, Shane is also a Ray Lewis fan. And this huge. next one, yeah, he's a huge fan. Huge. This next one is gonna kind of shock you, but we will be right back. We're gonna take a quick intermission, and we'll bring back some more facts for you guys so stay tuned and don't go anywhere salutations to all the nations welcome to the dd figure show hosted by the prettiest podcaster of all time i know some people think that's debatable to me it's not a debate but today we're going to be talking about a very special topic and a lot of you guys don't agree with it some of you guys will agree with it but we're gonna state the facts and state our cases of what we've seen is about sports conspiracy so that's the main topic of today and yo i have a special guest i've been trying to get my bro on it's just that everybody's working hard he's doing his thing he's gonna plug himself later on throughout the show but yo trust me this one's gonna be a banger for you guys you guys are gonna enjoy this episode all right so what you want to do is subscribe to this podcast on google podcast apple podcast as well on spotify pretty much on 10 platforms now so you can find me there if you have any questions or inquiries make sure make sure okay that you dm me at dd fuego on instagram hit me up there and if you're wondering what fuego means and you're a new listener first of all thank you for stopping by secondly it just means fire in spanish that's it 
fire <laughs> Spanish is that's all it is it's not anything fancy so before we get into the main episode I'm just gonna let my boy introduce himself and here we go my hey, boy yo, what's going on guys it's Shane um yeah we've been trying to get this going for a while now <laughs> like you said it's just been work school exactly yeah but we knew this was gonna happen eventually and I'm sure it's gonna happen in the future too so guys pay out pay attention yep. because we're for sure gonna cover more topics like this because we talk about stuff like this all the time <laughs> exactly <laughs> you guys just don't hear about it <laughs> but today you guys are gonna hear the inside thoughts of what we have to say about uh conspiracy theories in sports exactly so that's the main topic of today as well as we have the word of the day and being that it is october 12 2018 my boy shane is gonna do the word of the day here we go all right guys so the word of the day is emblazon and it means to celebrate or exalt so add that to your mental lexicon into your daily conversations i don't know if i'm gonna use it that much to be honest i don't, I don't even know if you could use that in 2018 <laughs> exactly i don't know man times has changed so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. We will be right back. All right, we are still here talking about sports conspiracies, okay? Now, we already mentioned one team, the New England Patriots, okay? And here's my problem with those who are Patriot fans. I only respect Patriot fans if you are over the age of 30. And here's my reasoning. Because if you're under the age of 30, the Patriots have always been good for most of our lifetime. And since we were kids, even though we weren't watching football, we still heard Patriots this and that. Like, yeah, the whole Patriots dynasty. Yeah, it was a dynasty. It is, it's, still is. It still is. Like, they're stacked. Like, they got Josh Gordon now. Which I think was an amazing pickup. That was a good pickup. I think that was an amazing pickup. Despite my disdainment and disgust, <laughs> towards the Patriots, I respect Bill Belichick. He's I do. A, he's the smartest coach I've ever seen. Yeah, in my I do. Time. I put him in the in a realm with like Greg Popovich from the Spurs. He's, he's probably the best coach in the NFL. He is. You know what I've heard? Right. I've heard from a player. I forget which player left there, but a player left New England and said that it was like the most boring franchise to be with because they didn't have fun. No, it's strictly like it's business. all strictly business. And I could believe that. Like, like Bill's not that type of guy. Yeah, it's funny because he used to coach um Lawrence Taylor, who was yeah, a wild boy. Who was a wild boy, yeah. And that's pretty hard to contain, like a nah, <laughs> living bro. Lawrence Taylor. I think they there were they had respect for each other, and because Lawrence Taylor Lawrence Taylor was like one of the smartest like linebackers yeah, of all time, ever. like he just did what he had to do and then he made plays. He let his plays be Bro, they literally Chip, if you guys watch football, they had to change the left tackle position. So they yeah. have to be faster. So they had to be faster because of him. Even if they double team him, he's yeah. still right. Like, yo, you guys have to go watch his tape. Think about like an old school hyped up Von Miller. That's what he is. That's what he is. I think he's probably, uh, honestly, because it's hard to say who's the best in um, the NFL, to be honest. Like, Best player overall. Because they in the NBA, it's easier because it's smaller teams. So it's easier to see, like, whoever's the most dominant yeah, yeah. is going to be the best. But because the NFL highlights offense more and they highlight receivers and QBs who are, like, the top two guys in the NFL. But Wait, Rightfully so, because yeah. I think that being an uh, NFL quarterback and an NFL receiver and probably a running back, too, is probably the hardest thing to do. Oh, why do you say that? 
actually next to defensive back. I think defensive back's definitely the hardest position to play. Yeah. Um, but on an offensive side, it's quarterback. Yeah, quarterback, wide receiver, running back. Definitely hard. Because quarterbacks, even though they get protected a lot, it, it's very calculated. Like, good quarterbacks are extremely smart. Yeah. Like, they're very smart with the game. Right? And some people, I think, think that football players are just, like, all brutes. Yeah, we're just a bunch of dummies. <laughs> football. <laughs> nah, chill. Like the, like the classic varsity jacket guy used to movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gets D's in school. It like, doesn't yeah, go to class. It doesn't no. go to class. No, it's not like that. If we were to show you some of the playbooks that we had to study, you guys would get lost. Oh, sure. yeah. Like, huge packages. And you have to memorize them, too. And that's, and that's why I think quarterbacks have to not only know, like, their own reads, but they have to know every but other receiver's choose, route, yeah, what their running back's doing, what their blocking is doing. And then in-game, they have to analyze that in-game with, <laughs> like, 260-pound guys running at you. Yeah, yeah that's, it's pretty that's scary. Hard. That's hard. That's hard. And especially because you have to look at play calling at the side while listening to your offensive coordinator. Yeah, well, and you have to audible out things, too, if it doesn't look right. Yeah, all that type of stuff. Reading the other. So you not only have to know your plays, you have to know the defensive plays on yeah. a week-to-week basis. Yeah, that's true. So that you can call stuff out, right? Like, he's coming up, he's playing press, so I'm going so to tell my receiver. Like, yeah, tell my receiver, in. cut in or run an in route. Or if he's lined up inside, run an out or a corner. Because you're the true leader on your yeah. offense, man. Like it start, which is why I think they get paid the most. Yeah, it makes sense. It's fair enough. It's fair. I just wish NFL was guaranteed money. Yeah, it's not. Guaranteed. Which I also think is a conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> because guaranteed money in football. Okay, first of all, I think if you play football, you should have guaranteed money. Period. You're putting your body on. You're the putting line. your body on the line. I think more than any other sport, next to maybe UFC boxing. Yeah, boxing is very deadly too. Boxing is deadly. Like it's. Basically, you're asking someone to punch, to you, punch in you in the head. head yeah. <laughs> With heavy gloves. Like, With the gloves aren't light. Like, like 12, ounce? 12 ounce gloves. Like, that. Like Could you imagine Floyd Mayweather yeah. punching you full force with a 12 ounce glove? And he's not even a heavy hitter. He's not even a heavy hitter. Yeah. So imagine. Deontay Wilder. <laughs> Would you would you take a hit from Deontay Wilder full force for twenty mil? Twenty mil? Yeah, for twenty mil. In full the, force though in the head. In the head? Block. You can't block. Not not in the head, yo. Not I need head, I need my mil. I need my brain to for work. Twenty mil, you wouldn't do it? I need my brain to work. Know, for twenty mil you can knock me out all at once, but I buy say for example, if I get hit and I can recuperate afterwards better, or just as long as the same I be able to function, then yeah, I'm fine. What if but, you breaks your jaw? That's the thing. Yeah. Because we're not talking about just a random Joe punching you on the street. We're talking about trained fighters. Yeah, if they punch guys. you in the right spot, they can legit kill you. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty they're sure trained. they're not allowed to fight on the street. They're either. not. They're it's not. illegal. It's illegal for them to fight on the street. <laughs> their hands are weapons. Yeah, legally, like their hands are weapons. You're like, yeah, what? You know, you know how sick you have to be for your <laughs> hands to be a weapon? Nah, bro. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's why Mike Floyd, Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson was a monster. Bro, I remember he said something about like um before a fight, he was he would be scared, but when he re- reaches the ring, he wants to kill his. He wants opponent. to kill his opponent. He said that like, he imagined like his fist going through somebody's skull. Yeah, I was like, chill, chill. <laughs> Sign me out. <laughs> Stop the match. Yeah, they ever put me up against Mike Tyson, I retire. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I announced my retirement. Yeah, I'm not the hands of Mike Tyson. Probably but then there's Floyd Mayweather, who never lost a match. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. Which, 
I don't know. There's so much stuff that goes on with Floyd Mayweather that it's that debatable. It's debatable. People say he handpicks his fights. Yeah. People, I, can yeah. you really say that I can't he doesn't? Argue. I can't argue because he didn't fight um Pacquiao he in his prime. Didn't fight Pacquiao in his prime. Called him out after. Fought him. Won. Yeah. Which that fight was also debatable. It was a trash fight. I didn't watch Said it. he was going to retire. Retired. Came out of retirement to, to fight, fight Conor, Conor McGregor. McGregor MMA, MMA fighter. An MMA fighter. And for Conor McGregor got smashed. Like, what? That's like putting a basketball player and putting him directly into football. And, and saying, expect- yeah, and expecting him to go like go, go get like three touchdowns or something. Like Some could do it. But for yeah, the most part, LeBron, yeah, he's, LeBron. A, he's an athlete, bro. He's like, for a, the most part, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Because they wouldn't even know how to get inside release. They won't know all that. They wouldn't know anything. So, to me... To be fair, Conor McGregor is a, obviously still a fighter. Yeah. Like, he was in the UFC, happy. so he has to know some sort of boxing. Yeah, some sort of hand-to-hand. But at the end of the day, it's MMA and boxing is two, two, different com- two completely different things. Actually, MMA is safer. If you MMA is safer. Safer. So if I were to, because you're allowed to mount all that type of stuff. Exactly. The and only rest you get in boxing is when you clinch a guy. Like yeah, clinch, and that's it. And that's, that's what it. happened during the Floyd and um Pacquiao, Pacquiao fight. fight. A lot of clinching. Clinch, a lot of clinching. But anyways, back to the main topic: sports conspiracy. So Shane is a huge, huge Ray Lewis fan. I've known that since time. He he's been one since Ray like Lewis is my boy, man. What's it called? Madden two hundred five. Madden two hundred five. When he was on the cover. That was crazy. I'll never, I'll never forget that. I bought that game <laughs> so fast. I abused that I game. I abused that game day in, day out. Ray Lewis used to be my background on my phone. Yeah, original Xbox. Yeah, original. He's the never original been. OG Xbox. I don't think I've ever... Yeah, no, he's, he's probably my favorite player. Well, yeah. For me, it's obviously going to be a receiver at tight end. Oh, God. Here we go. So, you got my boy Dez, even though he's not in the league right now. Oh, my God. Dez, Brian, but honestly, before Dez is Terrell Owens, bro. Terrell Owens was, he was, was dirty. a real dirty player. People, and we're not going to get into him because that's going to take a long time. But we're talking about Ray Lewis and how he won during his, I would Last say, yeah, his exodus from the Emerson. So Shane, go ahead, my friend. So if you guys don't know, Ray Lewis, uh, was gonna retire. What Super Bowl is this? Super Bowl fifty or like what? No, no, no. It's not it like fifty. Bro. It was like it was like a significant Super Bowl too. It was, like, it was something like that. And then um, Baltimore, I think, wasn't even that good of a team that year. They were just like okay, passing by. Like they were passing by. They were putting up okay numbers. They were okay. Yeah. Ray Lewis, we knew he was gonna retire. He said mid season. Mm-hmm. He said mid season he was gonna retire when the season is done. Yeah. So right there, that's a storyline to follow. Yeah, exactly. Because somehow the Ravens pulled off miraculous wins. I think one was against the Packers. I'm not sure. And one was against. Uh, I like to say, one was against the Patriots. One was against the Patriots. Yes, yeah, it, it was the final one, the, right? Yeah, and holy, like for somehow they made. Okay, so let's just fast forward. They make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And my God, that Super Bowl was an event and a half. So we know that that was against the San Francisco 49ers, mm-hmm. right? San Francisco that year. And this is also why I think this is a conspiracy theory. Because this was Colin Kaepernick, too. This was, this was Colin Kaepernick that year, too. 
Oh, because they, they got rid of Smith. Because right? they got rid of Smith at that time. No, Smith had injured. Smith got oh, injured, injured and was on injured reserve. He didn't yeah. get traded till after. And then Colin, took Colin came in. That's when Colin was nasty. Ever. And mind yourself, guys, this is before Colin Kaepernick started taking a knee. Yeah. And this was when the NFL was trying to push Colin Kaepernick as the next face of the NFL. Yeah. It was between him, Russell, and uh, Cam. Yes, because they all were having good seasons. That was the year where everybody was targeting those three guys. Yeah. Um, RG3 was RG3. Yeah, RG3 was, RG3 was, the, was, yeah, was with then, Washington that year. He was that nice. his, uh, ACL, right? Yeah, and he tore his ACL. But, he's on Baltimore right now. I yeah, he's in Baltimore right now. Uh, I mean, good for him. Uh, yeah, I hope Joe he gets. Still going to take that job. But yeah, bro, it's going to be hard because he has to battle him and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's a good player. They're not using him right though. Yeah, I don't think so either. But uh, so Ray Lewis obviously met Colin Kaepernick yeah. in the Super Bowl. That was a ridiculously crazy game because, yeah. as we know, San Francisco put up numbers that game. So they were leading going into the second half of the game. Yeah. Um. Then, right before the second half of the game, <laughs> the lights shut out. Like, the lights shut down, literally just shut down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Whoa. Like, all the lights turned God, off. We were laughing. We were laughing so hard because the thing is, if you guys don't know in football, like, momentum is a huge, huge, oh, yeah. huge thing. Like, if you're scoring, you want to make sure you're keeping the drive yeah. going as long as That's possible. possible yeah. Right? So you can just pound it on because mm-hmm. guys can come back, like, easily in football. It's, it can switch on a dime. And the funny thing is, we weren't even there during the first half because we were at church. Yeah, we were definitely at church. I think it was during we, communion. It was during communion. <laughs> <laughs> we had to make sure we had to make sure that we showed up to communion. Obviously, you got to give reverence. Yeah, got to give reverence to God. Because we are all, most of my friends that are, come on here are Christians. So we're all, we all believe that Jesus Christ is the Savior. So we went to church. And like, yo, we were really trying to roll home and watch this game. And then, then as soon as um the service was over, Shane changes that meaning. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gone." Yeah, I bolted. <laughs> I've never seen Shane run so fast in my life, bro. I bolted, bro. Like I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was checking that game on during, my score app during, during, the, during service. the service, and I was like paying attention. And then when I saw that uh, the lights went out, I didn't even like look on Twitter or anything yeah. like that. On the app, it literally just paused. Like the game was in pause. And yeah. I don't know why. I thought my data was trash. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I got home mm-hmm. that I found out the lights had like shut out at the stadium. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what's happening right now? Because I was watching San Francisco take the lead for the entire game. Yeah. Um, this is where my conspiracies come in. This is where okay? it starts. Because, like we said, momentum is a huge, a huge part in football. I think the NFL shut those lights off <laughs> because they wanted Baltimore to get momentum going into the second half because right after that happened and the second half rolled around, Jacoby, Jacoby Jones, Jones, out of all people, yeah. returned the opening second half kickoff for a touchdown. Yeah, for a touchdown. And then the Ravens just rolled right through after that. Which, that's that's weird to me. Yeah, that's I can see me. that. And he's this is coming from... A person who wanted the Ravens yeah, and this to is, win. Yeah, this is coming from me. Like, I was, don't get me wrong, I was absolutely happy when the yeah. Ravens won. I was ecstatic. Yeah. But there's no doubt in my mind that that's a little bit weird. It is. It seems, it seems like you guys ever watch WWE when The Undertaker comes. Yeah, with the other And <laughs> just kills the lights. <laughs> <laughs> I think they turn back the lights up and he's there. That's what it almost felt like. That, that is what it felt like. First of all, Jacoby Jones can fly. Like yeah, he's fast. He's fast. Like he's really fast. But 
what is it like four four maybe four four three for forty yard dash? Yeah, four three. Yeah, he was no, he was running a clean four three. Yeah, bro. I don't he's think like, you guys understand how fast that actually that's is fast, until bro. you run a forty and then you're like, dang, this guy's actually three, really fast. That's really bad. Like, that was think like four, there's eight. linemen running like four fives now, four sixes. I think even OJ Howard, bro. OJ Howard, or three, four, four, and he's like. My height and two hundred and eighty pounds. pounds. Like that's a big deal. Oh, muscle. Yeah, you guys like, don't understand. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> <laughs> um, just have a guy run a forty yard dash straight at you. He's two hundred and eighty pounds, and he's running move. a four three. <laughs> yeah, that's a scary sight. That's scary. But like, just to put it that way, like Jacoby Jones is no slouch. He's no slouch. Like he's a fast dude. I wish he was still playing right now, though. Yeah, I know. And this is another thing that yeah, I think is weird too, because. After this game, there were, like, three different things that happened. Number one, Jacoby Jones didn't pass his physical the next year. One of the fastest guys in the NFL didn't yeah, pass his physical, physical the next year. Just so, you guys are, just so you guys know, if you play, like, college-level football, yeah. getting ready to go to the NFL, mm-hmm. you should be able to pass, a, like, NFL physical, like, flying colors, no problem. They like, they make that. it so that people yeah. can just Do it easy. pass it really easily. And for the guy who returned a second half kickoff for a touchdown to give his team the lead to come back the next year and not pass his physical. physical. That doesn't make sense. And then I, he missed it twice, too. Yeah. He didn't pass it two times. Exactly. So, like, that's a little that's a little choppy. It's a little, it's a little choppy. I'd say a lot choppy, too. And, uh, and, then, and the second thing that happened was that it was after this year, after that year that it happened, that's when Colin Kaepernick started taking a knee. Mm-hmm. And I remember because the NFL was trying to push Colin Kaepernick so heavy at that time. At that time, yeah, he was. Because he had the grudge, not a grudge, but like the 49ers had a grudge match with the Seahawks when the Seahawks were good. And it's Russell Wilson against Colin Kaepernick. So exactly. like the two best running quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Barring RG3 at the time. Yeah. Right. And Cam. But like, you have to, they probably sat down there in the NFL head <laughs> office and like, oh, this is a Twilight story. It is. Like, this guy's going to be our next Tom Brady. Like, his his starting quarterback gets injured. The backup steps up and like has an amazing season, one of the best we've ever seen. Like he, but breaks but, records for San yeah. Francisco's passing yards and all that type of stuff. And another thing to add on the cake, guys. Both of the head coaches are brothers, the Harborough brothers. Oh yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> Jim and yeah, John. Jim and John Harborough. <laughs> like you can't tell me this game wasn't planned. It seems <laughs> so fake. <laughs> In my head, so many things like you can't tell me this game wasn't planned because literally after this game, Colin Kaepernick started, and this was this was when John Arbo yeah. started talking about potentially leaving the NFL, yeah, to go and to going, to, going to go to Michigan, yeah. And this was this was something that was ongoing for a couple of years before he actually went, yeah. But there's just so many storylines in that one game. That to me, it's just like every year the NFL, I feel, is just trying to make the best storylines happen. Exactly, man. Like, I just, like, I don't know. Like, it's just really weird. You can just pick it up with anything and just look at the overall aspect overall, of the Exactly, game. the like, overall aspect. It just seems like it's hand-picked. Yeah, it's like somebody's just sitting there and, like, literally <laughs> trying to play God and yeah, just, like, like, make change things, change make things, things happen. Around, like, like, make the rest make some calls here and there. Uh, another one that like, we were talking about, Cam and um, Peyton. Peyton was leaving as well. Yeah, Peyton and was Cam leaving too. was supposed to be like the next the big next guy. big guy. Yeah, again, battle battling out, and there with two go. great defenses as well. 
Yeah, their so, defenses were really good at the time. Luke both Keekly. Panthers. Yeah, when Josh Norman was on. Josh team. Norman, Luke Keekly. Mm-hmm, all of them. It was a good team. It was a very good team. Mm-mm. And this is what I don't like when people bandwagon too, because they wanted Atlanta to win, right? Yeah. So when we were, when I was watching the game, at the time we were in Ottawa, I was looking, everyone's hyping up um, Atlanta. I'm like, you guys forget it's Thomas Brady, right? Yeah, I know. And, uh, and yeah, like, a part of me knew it. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> a part of me knew I it. Because I remember we were messaging in the group chat at the time of this happened. Yeah. Me, you, John, Josh, Valentine. Yeah. We were all messaging in the group chat at the time of this happening. And I think it was like literally halftime. Yeah. And I think Josh sent a message and said something like, oh, if you guys really think like Tom's about to lose this game, you're crazy. And I was like, I mean, yeah, it's Tom Brady, the comeback kid. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, the Falcons look like they just have like their foot on his neck right yeah, now. Yeah, right now. Right, like their defense was playing incredible. Top defense. It was the top defense in the league at the time. Yeah. And then you had Julio Jones mm-hmm. and Matt Ryan, like Devontae Freeman. Like all of those guys, Tevin Coleman. Like, you understand what I mean? Like, I I, um, that was, who was last? Mohamed Sanu. And that dirty. was uh, Tony Gonzalez's yeah, last game, too. Exactly. His last game, too. Because he played in that game as a tight end retired yeah. after that game. Makes no sense because they also you want to look at Peyton as well. Because when he played, he lost against the Ravens and the semi AFC finals, AFC finals in yeah. 2012. And then he won MVP, then he got slapped up by the Seahawks. That was, yeah, that was, a, horrible that was a horrible game, horrible game. Horrible game. And then the next year, no, a couple of years later, when he faces Cam. He ends up having the best defense instead of facing the best defense. Yeah, which I don't understand because it's not like they went out and got acquisitions. Like, oh, they only got Mar- DeMarcus they Ware. They got DeMarcus Ware. Well, that's and a pretty good acquisition. Lee, that's it. That's a pretty good acquisition. DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus Ware, Von Miller. <laughs> like, Cam couldn't go anywhere, bro. Yeah, you couldn't go anywhere on that. I mean, his O-line was okay. But it, wasn't, exactly. like, it wasn't, like, exponentially Dallas good. Like, Cowboys. it wasn't Dallas Cowboys O-line. Like, I'm just thinking about it, and the more I t- we talk, the more you can pull and you can cross-examine them and say, hey, this does look a little bit fishy in the NFL. It does. It does it's a sports fishy. business. Though, like the concussion said. thing, like yeah. them, them trying to cover that up, yeah. them trying to get Will Smith's movie canceled because it was too like real. Like, that's but crazy. you have to take care of the kids, man. Yeah, bro, you have to take care of the kids. Because like, I love football yeah. to death. Like I love that sport. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd ever have my kid play it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I, like, I think about it sometimes. Like, I don't know if I would. Like, for me, I'm the type of guy, like, if things that are unfortunate happen to me, I just want it to have it to affect me and only me. Like, I don't want to have my kid play the sport and then, like, you know, like, they get seriously injured, injured or something exactly. like that. But the thing is, for me... If I were to let my kid play, I would only let him play QB or the receiver. Yeah, fair enough. Or DB. He can't play running back. Can't play, can't oh play running back. Can't play running back. Can't, can't play linebacker. I've been there, done that. Can't play O-line either, especially center, bro. You get your yeah, head, you get your head, head banged in all the time. Maybe defensive end. It's not that bad. The end's probably not that bad because it's mostly just hand fighting. Yeah, hand fighting and just getting the quarterback. Yeah, hand fighting getting the quarterback. But play like, contained. I don't know, two guys over 200 pounds running full speed at each other, trying to, like, one's trying to bully you over, the other's trying to tackle you. Like, yeah. 
That's that's a lot of force. It's like a that's lot a of lot force. of force. And football hits are harder than rugby. I than think. rugby, and people, and that's that's another thing. People think that like rugby's rugby's far dangerous, far it's more not. dangerous, but it's not because you have to remember in rugby you can only hit who has the ball. Yeah. In football, it's free. It's like mayhem. It's like free or free to just hit anybody you want, like <laughs> within reason, of course. Like, exactly. You can't just, like if the play is all the way down the field, you can't just blow a guy up. Yeah. If if it's like anywhere in the vicinity of the ball, you, you can keep your head on a swivel, but <laughs> keep your head on. That's the one thing you said. Is keep, keep your, your head, head on a swivel, swivel because you'll get knocked down. You will. I've done it to people. I've done I, it. I've, I've had, had it done, done to myself. Himself. Yeah, it's and it like, doesn't feel good. <laughs> does it feel good, especially when you get hit by a guy who's like two hundred and sixty pounds coming at you? Oh yeah. And it's always a blindside blocks. That's why special teams oh is dangerous. That's a kill. That's if a you kill. don't pay attention, you're, you're pretty dead. much done you're for. Dead. You're good as dead. Remember when people used to run the play where one guy would run across oh, yeah, the field yeah. to get to blindside a guy on the other side of the field for punt returns? So bad. Yo, I remember I almost got concussed at your school. Um, it's cause they, oh, when we played? Yeah, it's because um, what's it, what happened? It was, we're playing... I think we were playing cover two or something like that, right? And then you guys did motion, but then you guys sent uh, your slot receiver. To come crack. Crack. <laughs> My linebackers are not – they're not they, the they're best. They're not versatile like calling cracks. <laughs> calling cracks, bro. Nobody – not even my coach called the crack, bro. I'm like, yo, I feel like something going to pop off. <laughs> so, like, as soon as I take the stage, crack. Gosh, I was like, ah, oh, snap. Like my head was booming, but I finished the game though. Yeah, see, and that's a see, that's another thing is yeah. that like because okay, and this relates perfectly back to the conspiracy about the NFL like trying to block this whole concussion thing because in football there's kind of like this overtone of the game yeah. where you can you know you have a concussion, mm-hmm. but like sometimes most of the times guys won't say it. Yeah, like most of the time, people won't say it. I know, I know plenty of people that played in game, got a concussion in game, and still finish a game. I've yeah. done it. Yeah, you've done it. Yeah. I've done it before for sure. Was it the best decision for us? No, no. We just wanted to tough decision. it out. No, but you wanted to tough it out. And that's kind of the overtone of the football to just tough things out, right? Exactly. That's why I like football. It brings a sense of fortitude for a young man. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're responsible for something. You're just as good as a guy besides you. It's It's more of a team sport than basketball. Basketball, like you you can get one guy who's just Yeah, Kobe (laughs) scoring 80 in a game. (laughs) Against the Raptors. That's the same, but... In football, you can't score 80. Like, if you score 80, one guy scored half the points. That's technically how it works. And it doesn't even matter that way because if you're a good quarterback and you have trash receivers, you're not going to do much. Yeah, if you much. are a good running back and you don't have a good lineman, yeah, you can't you can't do you can't anything. Much. You're only as good as the guy beside you. Yeah, so that's why I like it. It's just crazy, man. So as we take this quick intermission, we're going to be segueing to the NBA. Okay. Ooh. NBA, and we're going to lay down some laws for you guys on why we think the NBA is rigged. And I'm not the only one that says that. A lot of my friends who play basketball have been saying that. It is. And it's true, but we'll show you why it's true. We'll be right back. Okay, guys, we're segueing into the NBA. Now, this is a big one. Most of my friends watch the NBA, and they can attest to what I'm about to say because a lot of them do say that it is rigged. So, Shane, my G, take it away. All right. So, um, I think 
more than anything, the NBA is most likely the most rigged sport. And and the reason why I think so is because if we compare it to other sports, so like let's take football for example, or yeah. even baseball for example, yeah, they have video review and calls can be overturned, all that kind of stuff. In basketball, it's like on the whim, right? Like they don't sit down there and review every call. No. So realistically, referees have huge say in what goes on and how the game is dictated. Huge, huge say. So I've heard of refs getting paid off. That's something that arises all the time. Refs get, I definitely think refs get paid by a player or an organization, whatever definitely. it may be. Think about how easy it would be to just pay off a ref and be like, oh, yeah, it's just you slide them a little bit. Yeah, slide them a little money on the side. Players could pay them off. Players can pay them off. Players yeah. pay them off. There's like, no like LeBron making 135 of five money. You know how much money that is? But <laughs> yeah, no, like, like definitely, definitely, definitely it is because you think about stuff like people think LeBron playing is rigged because. He gets like certain foul calls or what, whatever it may be, which is and, true. Which is true. Which is, and we're LeBron, fans. and we're LeBron fans. I'm a huge LeBron fan. That's a shout out to Josh and Malachi right there. <laughs> you know they hate LeBron, they but hate LeBron, bro. no, but I think yeah, he definitely has to be the best player in the NBA. Yeah, right. Nah. I mean, like, right we're not going to talk about like the greatest player of all time, but like, no, for right that's now, up to debate. That's super up to debate. But for right now, we could just say LeBron is. Yeah. Now, what I want to talk about mostly is how the NBA is allowing Golden State to be so good. Like, how did they let... But then, you remember, mm-hmm. DeMarcus, cousin can go, DeMarcus Cousins can go to the Warriors for, like, a minimum contract, yeah. but they canceled Chris Paul going to the Lakers. They didn't let that happen. You remember when that, when that arose? Because they didn't want Chris Paul and Kobe to play on the same team. So that, they, that'd be sick. So they stopped, they stopped Chris Paul from going to the Lakers, but they're going to let DeMarcus Cousins go to the Warriors now? Like That's sick, though. Imagine if CP3 and Kobe played. It would be perfect because, be like, Kobe giving the ball. ball. Yeah, Chris Paul's a true point guard. Like, true point. He'll feed Kobe all day. He'll feed Kobe the ball all day. So like, And they're both aggressive players. Yeah, they're both super aggressive players. Yeah, Both respectively top, I would say, five of their positions. Mm-hmm. For I think, sure. I think top CP3 three is the best. Top three, yeah. yeah. Like, definitely has to be. It's just amazing to me how people want to say, oh, LeBron started the super team. I don't agree with that, per se, because Boston started it from before. Yeah, Boston. When we were kids, it was KG, KG Ray, Allen, Ray Allen, Paul, Paul Pierce. And Rondo. And Rondo, yeah. So that was the first, like, big team. Big super team. Super big team. super team. Like, they were the original big three, actually. Yeah. And then that turned over to the big three. Yeah. And then LeBron did it with uh, Wade and Bosh. But if you look at it, I'm not making an excuse. Yeah, it's a bit unfair. But if you're looking at it, the Heat weren't that great anymore. They weren't that good. They were barely making playoffs. They were barely making. Mario Chalmers was on that squad, too. Exactly. Jim Jones was on that squad, too. Birdman. Birdman. Birdman was on that spot so, too. So we're not talking about a team that was like seventy three and nine. Yeah, like and then were, get Kevin Durant. Like Kevin the best Durant. Yeah, get the best small in, board in the league. In the league. Yeah, okay. He's a true scorer, bro. Like you can't stop him. Like he's somebody put it this way for me. If you sit down and you look player for player at the Warriors lineup, okay, you have Steph Curry. Yeah, you have Clay Thompson. Yeah. You have Kevin Durant. Yeah. You have Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. You have DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. All right. Let's say you limit Steph Curry to 12 points. 
You limit Clay Thompson. What? 15. Yeah. Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant, so let's say we give him a generous 20. Yeah. So you limit those three star guys. You still have Draymond Green. Who's going to stop on defense. Who's going to stop on defense. And DeMarcus Cousins is going to go and put up like 30. <laughs> As a big man. As a big man who can shoot. <laughs> First of all, I just want to I just want to reference this by saying both Draymond Green and Demarcus Cousins can shoot threes. Exactly, they so all can shoot. Every threes. single person in that lineup can shoot threes, and then two out of the five people on that court can post up and, and bully in the paint. And Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. No matter think, what you do, you're losing bro, from all facets of the game. It doesn't like matter. It doesn't matter because yo, you look at it in this perspective too. You have the two best. Shooters in the league, one of the two best shooters. Yeah, you have a you auto, have a automatic players. off the ball shooter in Clay Thompson. In Clay Thompson, and then you have an automatic Stephen Curry who's just, just literally all pull around back. automatic. Pull back, pull back, pull back anyway. anywhere. He was supposed to be the next phase, but I don't think so anymore. You know? Nah, I don't think so. I, Why do you think? Because I think it's gonna be a big man who could play two ways. Because if you're going from LeBron, you can't go from a guy who can. Barely play defense and yeah. shoot three. Steph Curry changed the game because if you look at colleges now and like back when I was a kid, it was all Steph, about Steph Curry breeded Trey Young. Yeah, he breeded Trey Young, who is filthy, who's disgusting. <laughs> Trust me, you know, this guy's crazy. But like, if you look at it in retrospect, when we were kids, the first thing we would ask an older guy is, "Yo, oh, what can you dunk?" Yeah, can you dunk? Now the these thing. kids are asking me, "Can you shoot? Can you shoot threes? threes? <laughs> can you shoot from half court?" People are pulling from half court. Like, like, all these these kids don't do layups. They don't. Yeah, I played like because I was working at a camp as well, and all these kids are doing we're shooting through. I'm like, yo, you guys do know there's a paint, right? Yeah, nobody nobody bullies yeah. in the paint. You remember no. Shaq days? Like Shaq. Shaq used to just bully people in the paint mm-hmm. all day. Shaquille O'Neal, bro. When we're talking about Shaquille O'Neal, not Boston Celtics. We're talking about LA. I'm not Lakers. talking about Lakers. Shaquille O'Neal. Talking like, about LA Lakers. Shaquille. Even Miami Heat. Too. Even Miami Heat. He was a monster too. Diesel. <laughs> the big diesel. The big diesel. The big, it was <laughs> <laughs> that guy is so funny. Yeah, he's funny, man. Yo, people used to call me Shaq in high school. I like, still call him Shaq. He says so, like he remind, I remind him of Shaq. I still call Darius Shaq. I still disagree, but you know, I can see, I can <laughs> I see why. I don't disagree. The reason why I don't disagree is because Shaq is number one dark skin, tall. <laughs> And is a funny guy. And Darius is all three of those yeah, things. Trifecta. Yeah, he's all three of those things. So I just call him Shaq. He's never going to get away from it. It's all right, bro. Just, I'm okay. Like, I don't mind it because Shaq's a pretty cool guy. Shaq's like. a chill dude. People like Shaq. Shaq's a chill dude. His son's pretty cool too. Yeah, his son's pretty cool. His son is going to get heart surgery. Yeah. He's going to miss prayers his up. first season. Yeah, prayers, prayers up, up for Shreve. And shout out to his other son, Shaquir. Shaquir. This man's like six. Shaquir. Two. Like over six you know? foot six men. Bro. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, yo, these next generation of athletes are going to be crazy. Because you have like Bronny Jr. too. Bronny Jr. I bet money LeBron's going to try and play with his son. Because <laughs> this son's going to be eligible by yeah. the time LeBron's ready to retire. So. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'd do it. I'll do it. Father and son duo. Father and son duo, just like Ken Griffey and uh, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be super cool. That'd be like defining. Yeah, defining. Who would they play with though? Do you think? Do you think LeBron would just go to any team that his son gets drafted by? Nah, I think his son will. 
come to any team that I think I think for example I think if the if LeBron is still playing with the Lakers by the time his son's ready to come in the league Lakers will do any and everything to try and get LeBron's son I think let the legacy continue yeah let the legacy continue for sure because they're gonna try (laughs) they're gonna try and take him and push him as the face of the NBA too I guarantee it because it's breeding like you want to see anybody any LeBron fan would want to see LeBron's son do just as good or better than LeBron yeah because um for the nineties, it was all Michael, and then LeBron's a different player. Different player, different completely player. different player. He's a monster. That's what he is. I don't think people can really understand why a man who's like two hundred fifty pounds, six foot eight, can run just as fast as a guard. And then he remember he dropped weight. Remember when he left Miami, he dropped weight before he was like two. Before he was like two sixty. <laughs> 260, 6'8", running at you full speed in the paint. <laughs> yeah. Who can jump out the gym, too. Yeah, jump out the gym, has bounce, can shoot. Like, he's an all-around amazing player. Probably the pit master of the NBA. Yeah, because now you have guys like Joel Embiid who, who are, have handles. off of that, have handles. Anthony <laughs> Davis. Anthony Davis was a point guard. Yeah. And then he grew like 10 inches in the span of like two years and then became a big man. So that's why he has handles and he can shoot because he was originally a point guard. Same with Ben Simmons. Yeah, Ben Simmons, same thing. Like Giannis Sedetokounmpo. When he gets his shot set, I think he might be the face, either him or Ant Davis. I think they're, yeah, I agree with that. Team those two. Giannis and Ant Davis? Yeah, I agree. 100%. Because like now is like the small players. They don't really have don't much. Really have you have to be really sick. Perfect example, Kemba Walker. Yeah. Kemba Walker is a prime point guard in the NBA. Yeah. And people forget about him all the time. Literally all the time. One of his Kemba Walker is like a 40-point guy, 30-point guy on his good nights. On his good nights. A solid 20 and 10 guy. I feel like he handles it just as good as uh, Kyrie, Kyrie or Steph. Yeah, he gets to the basket. He does everything that you would want a point guard to do. And you're not getting recognition. And he's not getting recognition. He makes all-stars, but like still. Yeah, he does make all-stars. But so that's a love from the players, right? Mm-hmm. Players and coaches. I guarantee you he doesn't get voted in by fans. <laughs> I can guarantee that. Yo, the average fan probably doesn't even know who he is. Yeah, the average fan wouldn't. Unless if you're like, Unless you're a real yeah. heavy like basketball head. Because when he came into the league, yeah. he was he was pretty highly talented. Yeah. Like everybody like knew who Kemba Walker was. And then he's been quietly over there just putting out real nice points, points and nobody's paying attention Because you're looking at Ann Davis. You're looking at, yeah, people like Anthony Davis. And Giannis. And Giannis and then Jimmy Butler. Like, you heard what Jimmy Butler did? Wow. So, Jimmy Butler uh, has been holding out on his contract. For Timberwolves. For the Timberwolves. So, apparently, Jimmy Butler goes to the Timberwolves practice, calls out all of the starters on the team, says he's going to play five on five, so he wants to play the Timberwolves starters yeah. with him and the bench players. Yeah. And he's going to beat them. Yeah. So he beat them. Then he calls out Andrew Wiggins, beats him one-on-one. <laughs> calls out Cat, beats, beats him one-on-one. Turns to the GM and goes, you guys need me. <laughs> leaves. <laughs> and this guy's not even signed yet. He's yeah, still he's nice to sign. He's a, he's a savage. savage. He, wants to, he wanted to go to New York with uh, Kyrie, but Kyrie's staying. Yeah, because... Andrew Wiggins and they have beef. Andrew yeah. Wiggins and Jimmy Butler have beef. Because he says so he's Jimmy not Butler hungry enough. Out. He's not hungry enough, yeah. That's fair to say. 
And then we know Andrew Wiggins and Cat are like really good friends. So Cat yeah. held out and said that he wasn't going to sign unless uh, they traded Jimmy Butler. But he ended up signing, obviously. Yeah. But I want to see what's going to happen there. I'm going to see what's happening. So much conspiracies out there. So much happening. What's another conspiracy that you heard, Shane? So in terms of basketball, um, I want to talk about the fact and this is going back to the refs again, but more on a, a little bit of a more detailed note. I want to talk about the fact that in playoff games or in any game that's a serious game, yeah. why do the refs hold off on making calls more than they usually do regular season? Because there have been so many times, like important, perfect explanation. And around, a lot of Toronto Raptors fans will remember this. Remember when we played Washington? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Paul Pierce clearly fouled uh, Kyle Lowry Kyle on that Lowry. jump shot, but nobody called Hard it. Anything. Do you remember that? And they held out. And they held out. Yeah. But, like, in any other regular season game, that probably would have been called. So, like, my thing is that the refs aren't consistent in the league. Yeah. And I think that's the number one thing. And it's kind of like somebody's playing short. It's like somebody's playing chess. That's what it's like. I put this pawn down pieces. Here. Yeah, put this pawn over here. Like, all that kind of stuff. So, like, you have the refs, number one, who aren't repping consistently, I would say. Definitely. You have the league not allowing certain people to go to certain teams, but then allowing other people to go to certain teams. teams, You also have the NBA, and I'll give props to the NBA, though, because comparative to the NFL, the NBA is telling people to speak up about social justice issues. That's true. So I can live with that. Adam Silver, I can can live with that. I think NFL is private, so they they don't have to adhere to that. And, like, you know, NFL is more of, like, a smash mouth. Uh, because it's, like, social justice thing, I'm with it. LeBron has his new line called, I'm more than an athlete. I'm more than so an athlete, would, which is rightfully so, because what that lady, that lady reporter said, she was, what's her name? She was uh, I forget her name. Laura she, Ingram. Laura Ingram. She's way out of line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up and so dribble. <laughs> yeah, like, Shut up and so dribble, far out of pocket. You can't tell LeBron what to do, though. Yeah, LeBron's making more money than her... But I get there's here's the thing. I'm always a man to rationalize, and I get why why they said it. Though. And I can I can understand it too. Because it's more like, hey, we hold up to athletes a high standard. It's called yeah, the angel effect, which makes them because they're so prominent in what they do. We think that they're good at many other facets of life. And what it is is that um, I think LeBron has the right because first of all, it's freedom of speech. He has a right in the First Amendment to speak on what he wants to speak on. It's just that sometimes they have a problem with like reporters and people who study economics, who study politics. Who study stuff like that. Who actually know like the stats and the actual facts. And then they, they hear somebody say something and they're like, well, you don't know this. Exactly. I've studied this for it's years. It's true, though. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's true. like them trying to tell basketball, tell LeBron about basketball. Tell LeBron how to play basketball. Yeah. It's yeah, the, same, it's the thing. same thing. I get why they're trying to say it because sometimes – we shouldn't just take what these athletes are saying at face. We should do research on our own as well. So that's the problem that they have. And I agree with that, but you can't tell him that I like, just shut up. Shut and, up like, and dribble. Or, like, he has a right said. to. It's more, yeah. um, LeBron knows more about, like, I would say he would know a little bit more about identity politics growing up as a black kid from yeah, inner, inner, in the inner city. Inner so city. He, that type of politics, he would know a lot about just personal opinion stuff. But it's just that some people don't know how to decipher between identity between politics, identity politics and, regular. and regular politics. Yeah. So I'm fine. But like LeBron's the homie. Like I respect the whole I'm more than an athlete thing. 
Yeah, because everybody deserves their freedom of speech. Yeah. You know? But and I and here's the thing, like I'm sure that us as regular viewers, we see what she said and we we do we hate it, obviously, because we're like, oh well, LeBron should have his free speech. Yeah. But I'm hundred percent positive that she probably knows more about politics than, than LeBron. Than LeBron. Or than the average or than the average person. But then you can say that I'm more than anything else in regards to that. You can say yeah. that I'm more than a, just a York student or a U of T student. Yeah, exactly. It, it applies to anything. Yeah. So it applies can... to anything really. And like I think I get what he's saying. It's harder for him because he's in spotlight, so he has to and he's always going to be like that. Because, yeah. I mean, LeBron's LeBron. He's never, nobody's ever going to be like, oh, LeBron James, Who's just that? a rich guy. Like, they're always going to be LeBron James, the uh, basketball. Like what player. he did with the I Promise School team. Yeah, the I Promise School. Yeah, that school is, that's that's definitely a big else for him. That's, yeah, that's he actually puts some of his money into practice. Like, he actually wants to create opportunities. And I feel in the black community, that's what we should start doing now. Except, we used to be wealthy as well in the black community. If you look at historically the black, yeah, not even that far. We're just going to talk about like Black Wall Street in Harlem and stuff like that. Harlem, yeah. Back in the day before they burnt it down. <laughs> okay. But we were very prominent people and we just need to get back to that business mindset, that education mindset. And you can see it happening right now. And we're seeing, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like we see stuff like that happening. Like, People obviously grinding out, finding their way, whether it be playing sports, doing music, whatever it is. And we see people starting to give back to the communities. Exactly. Like LeBron's giving back and LeBron will team up with like Chance the Rapper. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, like new stuff and people will team up, which is exactly what you want to see, right? You want to see that. And I respect LeBron and his opinions in regards to uh, giving back to his community. Yeah. So sometimes you see these guys that get big and they don't even... Give, them give back to anything. And it's extremely important, I think, to give back, especially if you're, like, really up there. Exactly. Like, it's super important. LeBron's like, a billionaire, bro. Yeah, because like, let's be real. LeBron could spend millions of dollars every year, which he probably does, yeah. and not even make a dent in his money. No. So, like, if I'm lifetime him... Lifetime with Nike. Yeah, lifetime with Nike. Like, if I'm him, why would I not want to donate my money? Because, like, I'm not going to... Like, I'll still leave a portion for my kids, but my kids are going to be paid their own way. Like we already know, his sons are going to play in the NBA for the most part. For the most, for the most part, barring injury or personal reason, we know they are. Yeah. So, like, why would you not just want to donate back to the city? If I was rich, I'd donate back to the city one hundred fold. Yeah, hundred for sure. Yeah. Like um, Ajax, are you listening? Yeah, like Scarpa, Scarpa, <laughs> listen Scarpa, up, bro. listen up, yo. You're trying to build up the city, try to make a difference, positive impact. Yeah, a huge positive impact, right? And that's I think we're seeing that a lot more. And that opens up a whole new climate, right? Because we know over the past few years, um, young black men, women getting, whether it, what it be killed on the streets, whatever it may be, yeah. people are starting to recognize it and stand up for themselves a little yeah. bit more. We got to build up, fix up the community, man. Yeah, make it strong. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, and this is something that a lot of people, I think, know deep down inside, but... There are bad cops, yeah. but there's there's, there's good, good cops. But also, is another thing we got to do a better job of keeping like the kids in check, in check, right. making sure we have fathers in the home, leading, protecting their household, and providing for their family. You got to make sure the kids are well educated, are being productive, being in a productive good, in a good sense. And and that's that's like definitely one of the reasons why I think 
like there's plenty of other things too, but I think that sports is a huge thing in, yeah. in a kid's life. Yeah, it's a huge thing. It's a huge helps thing. Them a lot. Helps them stay out of trouble. Man, like, I know plenty of people that definitely would unfortunately be in jail <laughs> if it wasn't for like <laughs> for sports. For sports. Like it's for true. sure. For sure. Like because then the motive is I go to, I wake up early, go to the gym, work out, then I go to, go to class. class and we gotta make sure your grades are right for post secondary, exactly. whatever it may be. Whatever but, it may be. And it's cool. Like over here on this channel on this podcast, I believe that the world is malignant with hatred, malice, and envyings, and all these sort of things. And if I could die showing wisdom, truth, and power, and um, understanding to another person, then all credit goes to God, and only the mistakes are mine. So it's just are yours, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. We're just trying to do all trying to build each other up. Build up the community. Build each other up. Right? Sports and everything. Like I know some of you guys. I thought this was about sports conspiracy, but you know we are with. The homies. Yeah, you know, sometimes we get off topic. Off topic. But we're going to take a quick intermission once again, and we're going to go to the last segment of the show called Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. But this time, I'm going to do it with my friend Shane. So stay tuned, you guys. Stay tuned. Okay, guys, welcome to Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up. The show for you, but today, since we have a special guest, my boy Shane's here, we're going to wrap it up together. So, Shane, what's some of the topics that we talked about today? So, I think uh, the first topic that we touched on was that deflate date with Tom Brady. Thomas, man. Thomas. <laughs> oh, my God. That guy, Thomas. Yeah, so, like, like I said, we, we, we don't like Tom Brady as, as a, a player. player. So, personally, I'm sure he's yeah, probably a yeah, good nice guy. guy. Like, I don't Giselle know. Giselle likes him. Yeah, Giselle <laughs> likes him. And, hey. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, I have no personal knocks against him. But, yeah, definitely there was a situation going on there with, with conspiracy. Because there's no yeah. way that you get caught doing something like that. And mm-hmm. it's not a bigger deal than it is. And it's almost like it's almost like that doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. Because, like, Tom Brady is playing now. And nobody yeah. even talks about the deflate kid anymore. It's just old news. Like, they just kind of swept it under the carpet, yes, put the carpet yeah. down. That's it. And we also talked about my boy, our boy Peyton Manning, and the whole conspiracy of that. The fact that as soon as he wins, he mentions it. <laughs> mentions <butter-wise. laughs> And then that regarding how all the MVP quarterbacks lose at the Super Bowl. That's another comparison that we had. Shane, one top about Ray Lewis? Yeah, and then we had a we had a conspiracy about Ray Lewis. And mind yourself, like I said, I'm a huge Ray Lewis fan. Yeah. So, and this is coming from a huge Ray Lewis fan. So, for for him to win in his final year, and yeah. mind yourself, he didn't say that he was going to retire after the game. He said yeah. he was going to retire like midway through the season. season. So we knew that, and the Ravens were okay. They weren't yeah, great. They weren't great. They weren't great, but they still they still did good. Obviously, they made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then. They were losing, mm-hmm. and right before halftime, light shut off. Changes oh, momentum in the football game. We've talked about how important momentum is in the football game. Definitely. Jacoby Jones, as soon as the second half starts, returns the opening kickoff for a touchdown, and then the Ravens just take it from there. So, I mean, that's definitely a little bit of a conspiracy to me. Yeah. Because on top of that, that was, remember I said, that was Colin Kaepernick's rise to fame year yeah. when Alex Smith got injured. And Colin Kaepernick came up, took over that San Francisco team, and they were trying to make him the face of the NFL too. So you yeah. had two storylines. You had Ray Lewis on his way out, probably the best linebacker of all time next to Lawrence Taylor, yeah. on his way out of the game, <laughs> retiring. And you had Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick, a guy who came out of nowhere, was a backup, and literally led a team all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
not and also the coaches were brothers as well. The coaches, that's another thing that I didn't even remember. Darius yeah. reminded me about that. The coaches, Jim and John Harbaugh, are brothers. Big coaches, that's you can't tell me that that's not you can't tell me that that's not scripting. You know what I mean? Like scripted. it has to be. Sounds like a WWE event. It just sounds like it. It just sounds like it, you know. And we also talked about the NBA as regards to LeBron and stuff like that and the big three. Also, with the, some players are allowed to go to make super teams like Boogie, uh, Cousins, and how that's not fair because CPC should have played with Kobe. If should have played with Kobe. Yeah. Like this, you're just trade. five all-stars on your starting lineup. And you couldn't have – and I think Shaq was on the Laker team at the time as well. Yeah. So you would have had basically just a big three. That's not bad. As like Dwayne Wade, LeBron, and, Co- and Chris Bosh. You would have had Shaq, Kobe, and Chris Paul. Like, <laughs> exactly. That was actually another big crazy. three. That's crazy. But it's crazy that they wouldn't let that happen. And then – we also talked a little bit about uh, the referees in the NBA. Even in high school and stuff, the refs are bad. The refs are bad. Shout all out around. to all the PK people. Shut okay. up. I'm an Ajax high man, but whatever. Listen, bro, PK for life. <laughs> and everybody, everybody who's anybody in Durham region knows that PK gets snaked the most. So yeah, I can attest to that when I saw them play there. When we, when we played you guys, it wasn't that bad, though. No, when when you played us, you played at home. You played against us at, at our home field. Yeah. It wasn't a bad game. It wasn't, wasn't a bad game at all. I thought it was pretty competitive. No, it was good. It was actually better than I thought it would. I thought it would be, like, one-sided, but it was pretty evenly matched. It was pretty evenly matched. It was a good game. Oh, yeah. So, that's a lot. So, Shane, just go ahead and plug yourself one last time. All right, guys. Like I said earlier, I'm going to be rolling out a new Instagram photography page very soon. So, if you guys aren't already, go ahead and follow my regular Instagram, ShaneH52. That's S-H-A-N-E, lowercase h, then the numbers 52. And I will be starting to post on there soon because, like I said, my Instagram has been a little bit dry lately. Don't worry, that's going to start popping off. Yeah. Uh, but then you guys are also going to get a huge announcement about a photography page that I am opening up with my boy, Naveed. We're going to be doing far more than just car photography. Uh, we're going to be doing landscaping, portraits, uh, modeling, things like that as well. So huge stuff coming down the pipeline, guys. Make sure everybody pays attention. And I will be back on the DD Fuego we show. Know. I will be back on the DD Fuego <laughs> show. You guys I will. Already know. I will. Thank that's you. a guarantee. Thank you kindly for joining the show, Shane. Of course. Obviously, we're going to do another collab. And we might tease what we're going to talk about. So probably, we might even do an interracial marriage one. Continuation, because I know you guys like that one. So if, if he's okay with that, of then we'll course. do it. Of so, course. yeah, we're going to have to be careful with that subject. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here we go. So let's wrap it up. Guys, thank you guys for listening. All you guys have to do for your boy, DD. Make sure you support my boy Shane and what he's doing. He's doing good things, positive things. We're trying to help each other out here. Also, share this with your family and friends on whatever social media platforms you're using. It doesn't matter. Just share with your family and friends if you enjoy. Subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Anchor app, as well as, I believe, Google Podcasts or Google Play Music, whatever. All those stuff. I'm on like 10 now, so. You know, and remember, guys, support my boy Didi exactly. over here. He's doing big things. Exactly. Yo, if you guys have any topics that you want to hear about, feel yeah. free to DM him. DM me if you want. Yeah, exactly. DM Shane. And Show then him for love. sure, for sure, for sure, we'll pop off. We'll have. We'll see if we can get a group call up here with the rest of the boys. Yeah, and see if we can Josh have a me. Get Josh, get Mally, and maybe yeah, some of the other heads. Yeah, like the RGs, like Karaya boys, and 
the Bennett boys and stuff like that. So well, definitely, I you're gonna see my OGs. A lot of the information that I get is from them, from them to a certain extent. To a certain extent. Anyways, ladies, don't be a toy, fellas. Don't be a soy boy. It's your boy Darius D signing off once again with the homie Sheen. Here. <laughs> so just chill, just chill, just chill till the next episode.